0: Good morning, good people. Welcome to ADZ Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, that's right, baby. It is Victory Monday, not Overreaction Monday. We're going to overreact on the victories, only the losses. It's Victory Monday, and I am feeling great. And I am feeling good, and so should you. And we're going to give you reasons for that. Coming up today, we're going to talk about that dub and discuss everything around it, including some standouts and who's invited to the cookout cool little segment we're going to talk about of course we're going to go around the league though to begin the show and open up the lines for you guys to call into the show because it is victory monday and i know y'all happy right i know y'all happy so let's hear it let's hear it. here's the line right here 351 3787 make sure you get it in where you can fit it in Matter of fact let me go ahead and mute that there that way y'all can get up in here all right how's it going I'm I'm still recovering, by the way. <laughs> if y'all can't tell, so y'all just gotta bear with me with my voice. I am I'm getting over game days. I feel like I'll never just have a regular voice the next day. Y'all just gotta you just gotta deal with it, right? Y'all just gotta deal with it. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in the chat early and often here on Dallas Cow or A to Z Sports Dallas on the YouTube channel on Facebook. Make sure you give me a follow if you haven't on Twitter. You can follow me right there. Ask Skywalker still. Uh, I tweet during the games. I tweet after the shows. I'm I'm just I'm on Twitter probably too much when it comes to the Cowboys. But hey, you know, I, I enjoy. I enjoy talking to y'all. Here, I enjoy talking to y'all there. Uh, already D-Link with the $4.99 donation. Super chat. Appreciate you. He says Mondays are always better after a victory. Can't wait for the haters to talk about the refs when they were quiet last week. Bring on Philly. And I you know what? I you know what the hater I'm waiting to see. I ain't gonna say his name. I'm gonna see if he pop up in this chat. Usually, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. They usually don't pop up in the chat. Uh, good morning, Stevie, Matt, Kristen, Iceberg, Jamal, J, DJ, Dog, uh, Frankie, Franchise. Excuse me, John, Brian, Bradford. I, I, I see you, BB. I see. You. We're gonna get to the. We're gonna get to the cookout. Get to the cookout. Uh, no suit today. I know, Mom Dukes. Yesterday, I was talking about possibly putting on a victory suit, but we'll save those for for bigger victories. Bigger victories. I'll I'll put on the thing. yeah. Uh, Mark Felix, what's going on, brother? Everybody's saying big up to my second or third cousin. We're going to see where he at. We're going to see. Start off as my third cousin. And y'all know who we're talking about if you're here on this channel. Largo, Chase, Alejandra, North of the Star, and the many, many more that will be coming through. Oh, I see the hater in the house. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you, hater. I'm not even going to say your name until you call into this show and give and give the props. Because we talked on Friday. And you said you was going to give the props. So come on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on in. Phone lines are open, like I said, 351-999-3787. Man, that was a good victory. And we're going to talk about why it was a good victory. And, and we'll break it down today, tomorrow, a little bit Wednesday. But we'll start to look towards the Philly-Philly game on Wednesday, probably. But uh, today and tomorrow is about the victory yesterday in L.A., which seemed like a home game. Right? The Cowboys fans showed up and showed out. Uh, Mark Felix said, drink some ginger tea. I thought about that. I thought about some tea, some some warm water. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. What's up, Woody? All right. Look, let's quickly go around the league, though, because yesterday, a- again, NFL's back, man. And the primetime games have been awesome. And I got to give a shout out to the NFL. They're putting together a Dang good schedule when it comes to that. So let's quickly, quickly go around the league. I won't hold y'all too long because today's about the Cowboys. So let's do it, baby. Let's start off with last night. That was a hell of a game. Chiefs lose 35-36. Essentially because of a fumble at the end of the game, Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. Almost 400 yards, three tutties. Uh, Lamar Jackson over 300 yards total. 100 on the ground. Three total touchdowns. I really do got to give props to the Ravens for overcoming. I mean, they couldn't beat the Chiefs. So salute to those guys. The Ravens and Chiefs knotted up at one and one. Bills absolutely obliterate the Dolphins. 35-0. Tua got hurt. A lot of quarterbacks got hurt. A lot of quarterbacks. Bengals lose 20-17. Another game where a quarterback got hurt. Right? Um, Andy Dalton, who was who started off well, didn't finish the game. Justin Fields came in, didn't really do much, but, hey, they got the victory. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Broncos handle the lowly Jaguars, 23-13. Nothing spectacular in that game. Teddy threw for 300, which is a surprise. Texans lose to the Browns. (laughs) Texans lose to the Browns. That's all I'm going to say about that. Rams edge out the Colts, 27-24. It's not going to get any easier for Indianapolis. Their their schedule to start the season is brutal. Absolutely brutal. And they have Carson Wentz as their quarterback. So, you know what that means. Raiders, 2-0. Playing some good defense. They beat the Steelers 26-17. Derek Carr had a scare. Thought he was going to be out. Nope. Came back in and played phenomenally. So, shout out to the Raiders. Patriots, You know what the Patriots are going to do to rookie quarterbacks. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions against Bill Belichick. If I was a bet man, I would have took whatever wagers in that Patriots-Jets game. They demolished the Jets 25-6, and it really wasn't even that close. Saints, or Saints-Panthers. Panthers? Panthers? Got to give them some props, man. 26-7. They are now 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles lose to the 49ers. And I watched most of that game, by the way. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to go too far in because I, I I got a film study with the Eagles and whatnot. So, but they lose 17 to 11. Listen, we knew when they went up against a better opponent, a better defense, it would look totally different. And it absolutely did look totally different. Uh, so, thank you, 49ers. Uh, Falcons get obliterated by the Bucks, five touchdowns. I seen something earlier in the week. Where somebody said, "Hey, uh, over and under three and a half touchdowns for Tampa Bay or for Tom Brady." What do you mean over under? You take the over It's the, the Falcons. Come on, last second field goal, no good for the Vikings. They go, they fall. Older two, man, Kyler Murray. We got to see Kyler again. That I'm gonna be real with you. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Tom and Herbert, probably the the toughest quarterbacks we're gonna face. Don't be shocked by the end of the year if if. Kyler Murray. Am I I saying he's better than these other guys? I'm just saying don't be shocked if he's the toughest you face. The dude is really hard to contain because he's a little jitterbug. Uh, Titans come back. Shout out to A to Z Sports Nashville fam. (laughs) Titans come back. What a frustrating game. They win in overtime 33 to 30. Uh, Derrick Henry, another ridiculous output. 35 carries, a buck 82, three tutties. Just ridiculous. Russell Wilson was still a beast too. 343 and two touchdowns. And then on Thursday, the Giants beat or lose to the football team. So that is the scores around the league. Uh, I see some people in here already talking about Kyler. He says, Kyler is so inconsistent as a passer. Uh, um, He's he's a big playmaker. That's what he is. He's a big playmaker. And he's got big, you know, he's got big play guys. You, you throw for 400 yards on a consistent basis. You, throw, you you run or you score for four or five touchdowns a game. That, you know, you live, you live with the inconsistencies if he's making the plays, right? And that's what he's doing. Kyler Murray's dangerous, dangerous quarterback. And once he figures it out to, that he doesn't have to be Batman all the time, he can be uh, Bruce Wayne, it's going to be scary for my man. I, th- I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. All right. Before we move on to the cookout, let's bring in our resident hater here. Come on in. Come on in, Isaac. What you got to say, bro?
2: Hey, man. What's up, man? How you doing, sir? I'm doing, doing all right.
0: I'm doing phenomenal. Yeah. How are you? Oh
2: man, alright, man. Oh, you are. Deal with else? But hey, man. Uh, Dallas day one, they they squeak one out, and, one out, hey, more more power to them. I mean, mm-hmm. every dog has his day. Man, y'all got the same record as us, so Aww, just see. to let you know where you at. So for you feel some type of way, just to let you know you you're one and one just like us. But hey, you can you squeaked out, a win. squeaked out a win. I thought it was gonna be a, a annihilation by the great Dallas Cowboys, oh, but hey, y'all yeah. won a win win is a win in the NFL, sir, so hey, I appreciate you getting me called in, but you know. Everything comes back around now. I don't. I don't want to. No, I don't want to get
0: put on the black list. Now, listen, Esai. a couple of
2: weeks from now,
0: Eastside, did you not call in last week when the when when the Bucks beat the Cowboys? I let you call in. Hey man, I'll let you call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not say I was gonna call. Yeah, I, you know me. I don't run from anything on here. Heck, Matt from South Florida could come through and, and call back in if he wants. I don't run from nobody on here. Just don't be on here with nonsense. We'll talk it out.
2: I, I, I hear you, but but you but you you know I I did I, I made some
0: channels stop their phone lines. So you say that now. <laughs> Listen, hold on, time out. But, but East Side, <laughs> you, you know you this whole, now. This is a whole different ball game over here. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't do the stop lines from nobody. Okay. Okay.
2: But hey, man, y'all y'all looked up. Locked up. Then you you one
0: out. Squeeze the one out. That's the NFL for you. Um, I just need to hear you say one thing. They beat a so good team. What, oh, wait, I, wait, 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 I already wait, wait, wait. said
2: you got the win. No, what, no, 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 what no. Do you no, no. Want me to
0: say? Because last week I said, I asked you, are the Chargers a good team? You, you, you got yes. the I said, then if, if the Cowboys win, I need you to come in here and say they beat a good team. So let's hear it.
2: Let's hear yeah, it. You, you beat the Chargers. You, you beat a
3: decent team, sir. Stop. Shut up. Say it again. Say something
0: else. Oh. Say something else. I decided. I decided. Appreciate you, brother.
2: Yeah, all right. I, I'll, be, I'll be calling again. Don't, don't worry. Okay, if, we'll see. If thing comes around.
0: Hey, hey what my man Cat Williams say? Don't worry. I'll wait. I <laughs> <Gotta> love it. <sighs> now you just need some Eagle fans to call in. All right, I just need some Eagle fans to get up in here. But they're going to be quiet this week. They're going to be quiet this week. Man, how about that excellent call from Eastside Harold, ladies and gentlemen? Excellent call from Eastside Harold. <laughs> now let's get some real Cowboy fans up in here. 351-999-3787. We're going to discuss this game. And now that we got that out the way, y'all know what time it is. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. It's about that time.
4: It's time!
3: It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! Time. 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 It's
2: time! Time. It is time for...
0: It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, sir. The Morning Roundup presented by our good friends over at Texas Family Fitness. A solution for your fitness goals, whether it be for weight loss, strengthening up to be toned up, Sports or Stress Relief, our friends over at TFF have everything you need. I'll be there later today, by the way. After victory, it's good to get a nice lift in. Uh, but they have state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, experienced professional, certified trainers. And like I always say, if you got kids, they have a kids' club, so you can still get your gym on. So if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, do me a favor. head over, over Head over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area and tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. Skywalker still sent you, or you can visit texasfamilyfitness.com for more information. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, real quick. can we give a shout out to Legatron? Can we give, quick, quick shout out to Legatron. like like I was on his ass. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, man, he might have to get cut and I know that's the emotions going and things like that. but ever since the first half debacle? Against the Buccaneers, Legatron Greg Deleg is five for five with the 50, fifty-six yarder, fifty-six yard game winner. And yes, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about why it was fifty-six later. But let's talk about the good. So, you no know, shout out to Legatron. Yes, Alejandro. let's 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 clap it up. Greg Deleg, he's responded. Maybe the only special teamer that's responded since that debacle in the first half of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. Hey, momentum is real with kickers, and if you saw in the um, post-game, they did a video with uh, Mike McCarthy. He gave Greg DeLake the, the game ball, and you saw the team rally around him, throw some water on him, Zeke is dancing. That, that's that's what it is about. You know, when one of your your mates are down, you bring them back up, you celebrate them when they're winning, and you're there for them when they're losing. So um, I just love the camaraderie of this team, man. I really do. Shout-out to Greg DeLake. Shout out to Gregory. Lake. Uh, thank you. We got a new member in the building. Shout out to Primetime Phil, man. Welcome to the club, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, Amari Cooper injures his ribs. Now I will tell you this, guys. I haven't been on. I haven't been on Twitter to see if there's any more updates with this, but going into last night, and I was up late last night putting the show together there was nothing there yet. It's just that he injured his ribs. In the post-game show, initially, we thought it was a poke in the eye. Someone said he got poked in the eye, uh, but it looks like he has he, he has sore ribs, so that's something to monitor. The Cowboys do have an extra day before they play the uh, Eagles, so that'll be an extra day of rest. But keep an eye on that, because you're already down Gallup. <laughs> you don't want to be down Cooper uh, going into against the Eagles, who's Defense is not a bad defense, right? They're not a bad defense, uh, but I'd rather have Coop and Coop is like an eagle killer, by the way. But I'd rather have Coop and, uh, uh, not Gallup, but Lamb. And Cedric Wilson, I think, is going to be fine, number three, so I'm not really worried about that. Uh, But just keep an eye on on that. Yes, as Miss April said, by the way, guys, listen. If you are in the chat, if you're not even in the chat, if you're watching right now, do me a quick, quick favor. If you're scrolling on your phone, hit that like button, man. It takes two seconds. Or if you're on a computer, hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't. It's going to help the channel out immensely and and help give you guys better content as well. And then Michael Parsons. Wow. What a debut at defensive end. I feel like this this is a discussion we are going to have all week. He was so good. And we have to temper our expectations. But he was so good. It makes you wonder now. <laughs> what do you do with him? He looked like looked like Von Miller. Now, I'll give both sides of the coin. He was going up against a backup right tackle. And I talked about this with Jesse in the post-game show. Pick your spots with this. I don't think you need to do this every game. Pick your pick your spots, be it in-game spots or matchup for the games. Next week may not be a matchup to put him at DE full-time because you have two bona fide certified tackles, right? Lane Johnson's a good tackle. Uh, Maliata is a good tackle. Mix it up with him, but he doesn't need to be full-time just yet. But I tell you what, he, he mentions it, and we'll talk about it here in the first word. He mentions how he... You can do this with the matchup base. And I got it. Man, he's such a smart player. He's such a smart player. When the Cowboys drafted him and a lot of people were, oh, he hasn't played linebacker. You know, he can't do that. I'm like, guys, relax. Remember, he was a running back slash DE, converted to linebacker at Penn State, and turned into one of the best linebackers in two years. Imagine what an offseason can do. Imagine what being in the NFL can do imagine with time uh, with real coaching and and no offense to their coaching but NFL coaching and and veterans and and things like that imagine his acceleration imagine what that can do Micah got told he was going to be DE on Thursday said let's go coach let's get it And came out there and did that that's you got to be excited for this guy you got to be excited for him. So let's hop into the first word where Micah Parsons talks about that and uh, much more.
5: Definitely, I always try to uh, provide some leadership. That's that. That's not Micah.
0: <laughs> we'll let me pull in Micah real quick, y'all, and because you got to listen to what he said. Uh, I thought it was phenomenal. One second. It will take me. It'll take me two seconds. It take me two two seconds. There you go, brother. I think that's him now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what he fixed. Start by talking about how
1: different your role was in preparation from like Thursday on based on what it
6: was Wednesday in practice.
5: Uh yeah. Uh after Wednesday, obviously learning to play linebacker. Um, after practice, you know, Coach Q came to me and was like, Man, we're gonna need you to step up big for us this week. Um, you know, and instantly I just said, all right, coach, like, let's play. You know what I mean? Um, you know, after sitting out of here year, I ain't going uh, to not put an opportunity on the field. So I knew that my most snaps could come from me rushing a passer today. And I just took it head on from Thursday to uh, today, prepared and prepared to be able to play at a high level. When
7: last time you played that much in?
5: High school. Was it
8: natural of did you come back? Or, did, you know, was there some rough moments for you
5: I mean, a lot of it was natural. I mean, some people had a long day out there.
2: <laughs> what, was the, what was the best part of making that uh, switch
5: Oh, uh, the best part is really just reason why I say they drafted me. I mean, I mean, I'm just showing different versatility what I can do. And I think you know, after today, we can open the playbook even more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my teammates and Coach Q put an unbelievable amount of faith in me, and it just keeps building my confidence up to. Realized I could do much more than what I thought I could do. You talk a little bit around throughout the season. Hmm? You look forward to moving around throughout the season. Of course, you know, uh, manipulating matchups and uh, taking advantage of the, you know, matchups we got out there. I think that's what makes good football teams great.
0: Man, my uh, he's a special. He's a special talent. He's a special talent. I, I truly believe that, and I think Cowboys fans should be happy. I know this going into this matchup, it was a hey, Christian Slater or Christian Slater's on the other side, right? And Michael Parsons, that's gonna be a debate forever. And and Brian says it could be similar to when the Cowboys took Tyron, but JJ Watt was there. Both teams are likely going to be happy, right? And and I think I think Cowboys fans will eventually, if you're not, be happy with Michael Parsons. But man, just listen to him. Like like y'all are saying here, some people had a long day out there, and he was serious. I mean, I'm not laughing. Y'all laughing. But I'm serious. Like, listen, dog. I'm that guy, but I'm not. I'm not going to be arrogant about it. But I'm gonna be confident. And DQ is giving him confidence. And and shout out to DQ. We're gonna talk about him too. Dan Quinn, mm, heaven sent, in my opinion, night and day. But shout out to him. Shannon Sharp, said not the Shannon Sharp, but YouTube Shannon Sharp. Sky. Did Joey Bosa play? Mm. Hmm. Let's hop into the phone. Oh, before we hop into the phone lines real quick, let me give you the, the statistics on Michael Parsons, reason why a lot of people are excited. He had seven pressures a sack of QB hitting two tackles at defensive end, pretty much full-time defensive end, first time doing it on a three-day's notice. Seven pressures, and he was moving Herbert off his spot a lot. The, the, the pressure in general was I was very impressed with the pressure. I knew we'd see a little bit more of it this game, uh, because of the way I saw the offensive line at, compared to last week. Uh, but I, I didn't know it would be that much. So shout out to uh, those guys. All right, B. Bird, let's get my guy B. Bird in here. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, Scott? How you doing this morning, man? I'm, I am doing fantastic. Wonderful win. Yeah, it's, it's
9: a great day, brother. Great day. Hey, hey. so we'll get into it. We talked a little bit about a debate last week about the pass rush, and um, I felt like we wasn't going to miss our Ds. Um, I'm not here to say that, like, because I, I'll just tell you this. I think that Dan Quinn did a, a great job of uh, uh, doing some different things to to bring pressure. So, it's not just like we had two different D's and that is, that came in that, uh, and just took the place. But he just did some other things uh, to get pressure. Michael Parsons is um is just is our best defensive player. I, I said that last week when you asked me who who you know who was the best defensive player. We debated that and I told you I thought pa- Parsons was. He's just a talent, and the, and the reason I found it I was just by watching your show in the off season. To be honest with you, I knew I never knew anything about him, and then you you personally knew the kid, and then you just said that you watched him and whatever. And then I saw his combine numbers. I was like, How's somebody that big run that fast? That's ridiculous. You know, that yeah. that makes no sense. And you gotta re- realize that this guy's actually a, <laughs> a, a a a freak, man. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, and so. When is the last time we drafted a freak? We, we've we never really had one where somebody that's really off the chart uh, uh, physically, man, with his uh, abilities. And, and so it's, it's great to have him. That's what, uh, yeah, I think, I don't think we've ever really, like, got the fastest guy in the draft, you know, the, you know, well, you know strongest guy or whatever. Offensively,
0: Dez might have been the, the last freakiest, freaky guy we drafted. But defensively, I can't even, yeah. I can't recall.
9: Yeah. And so, so it 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 was uh I, I feel like when people was going back and forth with the upset over cornerbacks, uh, Slater, I just like no, nah, we, we you gotta remember that we got the best athlete in the draft at our most needed position. And so I was good with the draft uh, all along. Again, I, I kinda watched your show in off season and you kinda got me on to him and I was like, Oh yeah, that's a great that's a great south Um so He's going to be outstanding, and uh, he's going to continue to do just just to grow, man. It's just his second game, you know. Um, one of the things I was going to tell you about, and this is more philosophical, but uh, I hear some. I, I was on the message board and looking at some other things, and people's uh, kind of complaining about some coaching decisions, uh,
5: well. and
9: other fans were other fans <laughs> were like, other fans were like, "Hey, we got to win." What you no? I, I I truly believe that. The way you approach the game doesn't change if you win or lose. Mistakes are mistakes, right. and those things have to be corrected, man. What what do you think about that?
0: No, it, it, we talked about this in the post game, B. Bird. I would rather come out of a game with a win with things to correct, as opposed to a loss and still have things to correct. And this was, I think, this was a really damn good win because I think all phases of the game did things extremely well. But all phases of the game also did things that you can come out and say, "Hey, we got to be better here. We got to be better there," and that includes the coaching. You know, I, I'm gonna talk about it throughout the week here, but I feel like right now in, through weeks one and two, I have to give the most a lot of credit to these the coordinators, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. I think are are really doing a damn good job, and I think where the skepticism comes right now for me is Mike McCarthy and Bones Fossil. I, I just think there's decision yeah. making that Mike is that, that's happening with Mike, and then obviously Bones. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why he has so much power, but he he could have cost the Cowboys twice now in two and back to back weeks. And last week it was a 60 e- yard attempt, which was ridiculous. And then this week it was trying to block a punt on yeah. fourth and 20. So those two worry me right now. I am extremely encouraged by Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, but but McCarthy and Bones, man, I'm worried. Do you think, do you think?
9: I got one more question for you. Uh, uh, do you think Bones uh, is trying to
0: make himself shy for a head coaching position or something? Is he trying to be the next Joe Judge? I, I don't know. No, just no, a head coaching position at any team. Yeah, right, just, jo- just jo- what, I, he, what I mean is Joe Judge was yeah. a special teams coach, correct? Correct, you know, now he's he, now he's a head coach. I, I don't know, B, bro. I, I, I am, I'm miffed. I, I again, y'all, if I said if I ever get a press pass and I can ask questions. I will yeah. straight up ask Mike McCarthy, hey, why does Bones have so much say, or is it you giving him to go ahead to do these things that make absolutely yeah. no sense? So, uh, now,
9: Let me ask you one question, and, I, and this will be it, man.
0: Yeah. So,
9: my son, after the after me and my son and my family was watching the game, and my son was like, he saw me get upset over the punt block attempt. And, and uh, I was like, why? I said, that's the craziest call. I said, you're getting the ball back. I did, I went through my mind, my son. Was like well, my my son asked the question. Well, Dad, when would you ever block a punt? I said, I don't know if I would ever go after a punt when I have a quarterback in an the offense like Dallas has. You're taking the ball. It's almost like a turnover. Uh, and I don't even blame the guys going back there uh, to block the punt. I blame the person that called the punt block. It oh, makes yeah. no sense when you have an offense like. It, it makes no. It's none of their fault. I, it makes no sense when you have a guy that just threw for 400 yards, that has the, the, the weapons that we have on our offense, both the running backs, both the tight ends, the three wide receivers, the line is, you know, blocking well. Why would you take the, I don't even understand the, the mindset behind, Hey, let's block the punt. And the head coach saying, yeah, go for it. It makes no sense to give this offense that's moving the ball, the, the the ball back when you you. You're. I don't, it just, it's crazy to me. It is crazy. I don't know which, I think that, I think that's that's worse than maybe the time management at the end, because uh, you can get flustered uh, in time. But that's what you had that's when you had time to with this pump block, you had time to strategize about that and say, Yeah, it's a good
3: idea, which
0: is Bird, terrible, man. There's so nothing you
3: speak on
9: that
0: for me, man. There's nothing to strategize. It's fourth and twenty in the first yeah, I, do, I, do, I don't even understand. Of a game you're winning fourteen to eleven. What? Where? It makes no sense. There is times where you block a punt. Your, your son asks, "Hey, when do you block a punt? When you absolutely need a punt block? Right, fourth, fourth, de- or fourth quarter. You need to get the ball back, good field position. Maybe there's only thirty seconds left. You have yeah. got to try to block it. Like there's times to do it. A defensive struggle. A
9: defensive struggle where you're you're not moving the ball or and defensive struggle. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. It was, and then back on their own ten or something. Whereas your defense, even if you do mess up and block it, your defense can stop those guys because you've been doing it all day. But I just don't see any other way to do it. It just and I'm gonna let you go too, Scott. I appreciate the phone call. Mm-hmm. But it, it it kind of boggled me, and I just and also with the fans and I just hope that the fans don't. That's where we've been before. Whereas, hey, we're winning. Why are y'all complaining? No, we we're looking for the future, and these things can't happen against great teams, man. And I'll talk to you later, brother. Good talking to you.
0: Thank you, B Bird. Appreciate you. Yeah, there's right. um, there's ways to there's there's balanced approaches, and y'all know that's me. I I, I like to come into these things balanced. Um, we're, we're obviously going to talk about the the positives in this game and celebrate the positives, celebrate the victory. But I I, I love that we can celebrate a victory, but bro- let's see what we can work on and how do we get better from it. A lot of, in my opinion, what happened yesterday was 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 the negatives in a way. Some some of the players. Some bad plays, Dak with the interception, Trevin Diggs has to, you know, stay on his hip pocket here, giving up the big play. But in general, I thought the players did what they had to do. I thought they played great. I think the decision making with McCarthy and, and Bones was the biggest negative to come out that game, um, in my opinion. But like I said, there was some there was some some positives that that went down. And if you if you listen to and let me pull this up here. If you listen to the pregame show, I, I don't know how many of you guys uh, tune into our pregame show there was, there was a, a, some, some things due to film study that I saw that I, I, just, I just felt that the Cowboys can pull this one out. But if you missed it check it out. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting because again they do have to, it seems like they have to score 30 to win. But I think they're actually going to break that, that curse if you want to say today. And, and here's why. Last week where the Chargers struggled the most was in the red zone. Now, a different defense, and they had that weird fumble thing that went on down there. I I didn't understand that. But they struggled in the red zone. They were excellent excellent on third down, by the way. We didn't even bring that up. They were like 14 for 17 on third down. Dallas has to get them off. But I think Dallas can get it done today because this will be more of your quote-unquote, what everyone wants to see, balanced game, right? And I say that because of... I think they'll not only be balanced, but they'll be efficient on the ground game in the, in the, fact, in the sense of scoring touchdowns on the ground. I just really, truly don't fear that, that front seven, and I think that they can get it going here with uh, at least like 18 to 20 carries for Zeke, about 7 to 8 to 10 carries for Tony Pollard, and then Dak can be efficient on the, on the, in the air. He doesn't have to throw it 35, 40 times unless it's a shootout. But I think the Cowboys break that, that spell here today, and they'll, go, they'll win 27-20 which Ooh. means they will not allow 30 points, and they'll win without scoring 30 points. I see 27-20, and I see it because I think that the Chargers will get into the red zone, and they'll still continue their struggles. Okay. Um. Sometimes, you know, a broken clock is right twice. But honestly, that had more to do with what I was watching from the Chargers than anything. I just truly believe that their red zone struggles, and I said it yesterday at, I think, halftime or after the game, it reminds me of... Uh, the the saying that Stephen A says right the uh what can go wrong whatever can go wrong can go wrong or whatever he says an accident waiting to happen that was the Chargers the the Chargers can move the rock between the twenties no problem but when they get to the red zone for whatever reason be it self imploding be it a, a, a decision making by Justin Herbert right. I kept saying, make him throw contested balls. Don't don't let him sit back there and pluck you with guys wide open not five to ten yards around him. And that happened with some chunk plays. But when he had to throw contested balls, they really should have picked him off three or four times. We know the bullcrap call on J-Ron But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That was a bullcrap call, by the way. But I thought, I'm. I'm just saying, I really thought they played... Uh, very well, and they did those things. They were efficient on the ground. The, Dak was efficient throwing the ball, and they made the Chargers struggle in the red zone, and the Chargers struggled on their own as well. So got to give a hat tip to those guys. All right, we'll get to a call, and then I'm going to go to a different segment that I hope you guys enjoy. Y'all can help me out with the cookout. alright uh two one four. What it is, what it do? What up, Sky? What's going on, man?
4: Oh, you got it, bro. hey. Uh, Happy Victory Monday to all the Cowboy fans, you, my combs, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, Boys came through like I thought they would. You know what I'm saying? A couple bonehead uh, mistakes that uh, a couple plays made, like running into the kicker when we was about to get the ball, when it was like fourth and 15 or something like that. I made a lot of stuff to clean up. You know what I'm saying? But we got a lot of rookies making rookie mistakes. I don't know if that was a veteran or not but it was a nail biter but the boys stuck in there and they did their thing you know what i'm saying i also heard you on uh, 105 through the fan last <laughs> night it got for you
0: i don't even know how you heard my man listen <laughs> i listened to myself my voice was so done i was like is that me
4: i heard yeah yeah you did good bro when Who's uh that? i think he was asking uh us some questions and You you know what I'm saying? You responded back and fed it to him. Bam bam bam. I was like, okay, yeah yeah. Scott a real deal. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? So man, check this out. All the Eagle fans they went hiding, man. Of course, of course. (laughs) They went hiding, dude. But I like what our boys are doing. Um, They're gonna clean it up. They're gonna get better. Amari Cooper, I believe he just bruised his rib because I broke mine. I broke mine in a month. You know, to heal back, but I think he just bruised his because when he caught the ball, he was the way he was going toward the ground. Those guys, I think they like collided with him or something like that. Yeah, but I think something I think
0: happened earlier in the game and then he reaggravated it later.
4: Right, right. But you know, Mari, he's a warrior, man. He, he is. He can do his thing, man, regardless. That dude's going to play. He don't get the credit that he really deserves because everybody's talking about, oh, he's a wimp. You know what I'm saying? He gets hurt, he go out the game. You just gotta understand, man. There's limitations of things that you can do, and that dude, he, he, he's a warrior, man. He's a warrior. Absolutely. He's a uh, what is it assassin what is, Silent it? assassin. what is it?
0: Silent there assassin.
4: What is it? Silent assassin. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. But hey, cowboy fans, love it, man. Enjoy y'all day, and you know, let's get another. Let's get this other victory next Monday against those uh, shegos.
0: Yes, sir. Let's do it, brother. Hi, right, man. Appreciate you, dog. Um I seen somebody in here, let's 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 talk about the Mari Cooper thing. Let's talk about the offense real quick passing game. I always bring up, we always talk about, hey, this is a week to week league. <laughs> Some weeks is gonna be about the passing game. Some weeks is gonna be about the running game. Something that didn't pop up until literally game day. Like I'm watching a game and we talked about the film, right? Man, they the box is light they purposefully make the box light which is why i was saying hey the cowboys should should run the ball on these guys and then be efficient in the ground or on in the air it shouldn't really be a, a 40 attempt type of game but then our guy Mauricio Rodriguez wrote an article on why they do that and why it's kind of successful in a way in limiting deep passes and when i was like eureka duh you know that's why he plays back that's a that's the staley offense it worked for our defense it worked greatly in LA because you've got monsters up front in the front seven. And you got Jalen Ramsey, right? They had a really good secondary last year. So it, it it worked to wonders. The Chargers defense is still growing. So they have deficiencies in certain spots. Now the back end it worked. Like they got Dak, and Dak said, All right, all right, see I, I want to play this. Y'all gonna keep playing back. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to squeeze it in there. I'm gonna take what they give me. And he was efficient. 23 for 27. Like that that's what you have to do week to week it's a week to week league and i have to give kellen moore so much props because he's not he's not this oh i'm going to i'm going to throw the ball 50 times a game like a lot of people said he's looking like a game plan type of offensive coordinator he's growing he's not that green guy anymore so i got to give him kudos i got to give him kudos professor o was in here i'll get you back in here professor o but before i do that There's a new, not even really a new segment. If you're around here, y'all know I like to invite certain people to the cookout. A certain specific person is usually not invited. But we have to give that person some kudos. And what I mean by the cookout, like, listen, I'm I'm throwing a cookout today, y'all. And all my fam is invited. Y'all all all can come to this cookout. Certain players can come. But it really wouldn't be a cookout without, you know, without... It ain't a cookout without... (laughs) Little Frankie Beverly and right? It's just they. <laughs> All right, let me throw this down before I get trouble by YouTube. But no, uh, I, I gotta I gotta invite some folk to the cookout. And y'all know who I gotta bring to the grown folk table. I got my cuz, man. My third cousin, Terrence Steele. I got to invite you to the grown folk table. There's a couple people at the grown folk table today, y'all. A couple people that I want to talk about here. Terrence Steele. Kudos to you, sir. Clap it up for Terrence Steele. Y'all let me know who's invited to the cookout from from yesterday, but Terrence Steele's number one on my list. He can drink the 40s. He can can bet. He can gamble. He can come to the grown folk table. He ain't at the little table. In fact, today you my my first cousin. I'll I'll jump you up to being my first cousin because you play that well. Now, I'm going to go back and watch the tape, and we'll break it down and everything, but I didn't have to call his name that much when I was watching that game. So, salutes to Terrence Steele. Tony Pollard. Yes, I see a lot of people in here. Tony Pollard. You invited to the cookout, sir, at the Grown Folk table. Yes, sir, TP. TP8. 16 touches, 140 yards, a touchdown, explosive plays, hitting a hole. I mean, he, he, he was just, he was everything you want in that COP back or in that, in that second, that RB2 back, that lightning to Zeke's thunder. Tony Pollard was phenomenal. Average over eight yards per touch. And they did the balance, in my opinion, greatly. Greatly. And then, my guy, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, come on to the Grown Folk table. Hey, Dan Quinn be listening to Run DMC. I remember he would talk about, you know, when they was in a meeting room, he told the, the cast to listen to Run DMC and recite the lyrics. So, Dan Quinn got a little something, something. To- so, let's give a shout-out to Dan Quinn. Short-handed. No uh, uh, Donovan Wilson. No D-Law. No Randy Gregory bringing Michael Parsons at defensive end for the first time in his, in his NFL career. And I thought he dialed it up phenomenally. The first two games of the year, Dan Quinn's defense has six turnovers and it really should be seven or eight if we're keeping it a buck. So shout out to Dan Quinn. Come on to the grown folk table and get some spades in. You can drink your forty-two. You know what I mean? Go get your fried chicken and come and can celebrate. So who do y'all think should be at the grown folk table? I left a couple a couple spaces open for for some more people. So let me get into the chat and see what y'all talking about over here. Curse and KZ are my plus one says professor. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think that Curse and KZ absolutely deserve to be at that table. In fact, those are probably the other two, right? Those are the other two. Curse I'm trying to contain myself here because I'm I'm just excited about this this defense a little bit right here and and really the safety play, the safety play has not been detrimental to your defense. You're getting plays made by the free safety. What? J. Ron Curse? Whew, he's looking like a playmaker, dog. J. Ron Curse is looking like a playmaker. He's all over the field. I don't care if you put him in big nickels, starting strong safety, big dime, whatever. He he's playing himself onto the field. Mike, Mikel says, Michael says Micah Parsons. Yeah. Yeah, Micah Parsons definitely at the grown folk table. He, he he barely making it. He just now turned 21, so he, he barely making it. But I gotta, I gotta give him special case says Hooker made some plays. Yes, he had three tackles, I believe a tackle for loss. The safety depth is – I can't wait to really dive into it. But, man, Malik Hooker, Demonte KZ, Jaron Curse, Donovan Wilson. You could tell Israel McQuamble that hey, take your time, young guy. Take your time. Joshua says Diggs and Curse. Yeah, Diggs. So, Diggs is definitely invited to the cookout. Diggs can come play some spades, but I, I, I'm going to have to swap him out as my partner because in the second – like, you know, that, that second half when we're we trying, we trying to get them books – he was sleeping. He was falling asleep. He wasn't reading the table. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, Diggs played well, got another interception. He is playing his way into being he, – he's trying to make himself in that conversation with some of the best cornerbacks, man. You know, that interception he made was great. It was just a great interception. He, he has tight coverage. He just can't lull himself to sleep um, sometimes. And, and that was something that we saw in Alabama. Somebody pointed this out. I think it was Crumb where he said he plays that trail technique utilizing his length. He did tip the ball in that deep pass, but I think he was just like, ah, you know, he's not going to go. And when uh, Keenan Allen turned around, he's, he turned around instead of just continuing to run and getting a feel of the receiver. But he's young. He's still learning. Um, I think he's going to turn into a guy that you can count on on one side of the field to shut down. Cedric Wilson says prime time. A couple catches, but, man, he took somebody's ankles. Hey. D Dog. L V E get up there and get your food. You right, D Dog. You DJ Dog, you right. L V E and for real. Jalen Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> and here's the thing. I struggle with saying he can come to the, the big boy table because he didn't do anything spectacular. And I don't I don't want to give I don't want to, you know, give credit for, for C's, but he wasn't bad either. Like Jalen did his job, he, when Eckler got mashed up on him, which is a mismatch, and they threw it to him, he tackled him. He didn't let him get loose. Right, um, he seemed much more sure of himself yesterday in the run game, and he didn't miss any tackles. So, I gotta clap it up for Jalen Smith. Like if I'm going to get on Jalen when he looks god awful or when he looks pedestrian, I gotta I gotta give him some some kudos. When he plays decently when and he does his job, he actually led the team in tackles. Um, and then LVE was second with seven, two tackles for loss, and a sack. Like LVE was, he looked like a healthy LVE. And, and it makes you wonder if they used Micah Parsons in that DE role more often than not, you can have more confidence when those guys come on the field. But uh, it's one game right now. Both of them look, look good, so you got to take it, right? You gotta take it. I'm behind on here. Uh, Tez Pitt says Jalen could have had an, an interception in the red zone. Uh, I definitely wouldn't expect him to make that pick. That that required a lot of uh, a lot of skill. It was a bad throw due to the pressure, but he he got his hand in there to knock it down. I gotta give it to him. Gotta give it to him. <laughs> Y'all, man. Marcus said, "Come on, man. Jalen, listen, dog. He he wasn't a liability. He wasn't a liability. Yeah." Did a job. Uh, Mike said, "Let dude call the show about Jalen. Please call the call, listen. Call. I told him. I, I told him what he is. Right? Like call into the show. This is the show. This is the right now. This is the show for Matt to call in to give to give him his kudos." Uh, Diggs was like, "Wow, I'm definitely an NFL great pass by Herbert. Well, that that pass by Herbert was ridiculous. I think it was rolling. No, he wasn't even rolling. There was no pressure on that. He just has a ridiculous arm." Unbelievable arm. So that's that's the new segment we'll roll with uh, after Victory Mondays or what have you, Victory Tuesdays if it's a Monday night game. Who's invited to the cookout? I got Steel, Pollard, and DQ. You guys got KZ, Curse, some LVE, some Jalen, some Diggs. A lot of game balls to go around. A lot of game balls. What's up, Twan? He says 11, 11 is a legend. Uh, Yes, a legend. He's going to be a beast, man. Legendally, he's going to be a beast. All right, let's roll into the, to the phone lines here. 760, what it is, what it do.
6: Hey, guys, this is uh,
1: Tommy from North Carolina, man. Uh, NC. I just want to say how awesome Kellen Moore is doing. He's yeah. just killing it, man. He's killing it. Yes. These week-to-week game plans he's putting up, the uh, one against Tampa, just letting, letting Dak do his thing, and then this week against Daly, uh, which I know they do their too high safety thing, but I was so surprised they weren't dropping people into the box. It just didn't make sense to me.
0: But but like but if we watched, did you tune in last week? Uh, yeah. If you watch, man, yeah. we talked about it. Like, like he just refuses to drop anybody down there. At first, I couldn't figure out why until I had to read that article and see, oh, this is just literally a scheme. Um, you know, but it is what it is. It, it, it got to the point where, like you said, I was kind of like, all right, at some point, <laughs> you're just going to keep letting TP just eat you up and, and Zeke. But that's what yeah. they wanted.
1: Yeah, man. It, it didn't make sense. It was just. Well, I get it for the first half, you know, they're getting some good runs. Zach Martin playing out of his mind. Huge shout-out for freaking Terrence Steele, by the way. Terrence, I was real down on him all week. I did not think he was going to do well against Osa, but he, he played good, man. I was super surprised and super happy he did.
0: No, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Terrence Steele, like as I said, he, he, gets, he gets to sit at the grown folk table for the first time in his career yeah. in Dallas. He can sit at the grown folk table.
1: You know, the defense, man, just exceeding expectations so far this year as game plan wise, the way Micah looks, Micah is
2: insane, just
0: extremely talented, incredible. It's
2: yeah,
0: he's such a he's a piece that really can be a linchpin to your defense because he can do so many things. He can allow you to do a lot of really unique lineups.
1: Yeah, man, and truth be told, I was one of those guys, when when we drafted him, I was like, I don't know that we need this guy. And then just going through training camp and these first two games in the preseason, it's just been like, oh, he's not just this linebacker. He is
6: incredible
0: he is, at everything, basically. Man. When people like like, like this, you weren't the only one that, that was a worry. Yeah. Oh, we don't need a linebacker. I kept saying to people – Guys, don't box this man into just a linebacker. He's a playmaker. If I can tell you going to, coming out of the draft, you came away with one of the top defensive playmakers in the draft, would you care what position he played? Nope. No. And that's the problem. People were, he's an off-ball linebacker. Uh, guys, I, I get that there's a, a position value, but sometimes don't get cute. Sometimes it's just staring at you right in the face. A player is just so talented. Tell Tampa, don't take Devin White because he's an off-ball linebacker. You think they? You think they listen to you after seeing what Devin White no. is? He's a playmaker. So no. You, no. You, you take a playmaker. I don't give a dang what position it is. Screw your board talking about positional value. He is a playmaker. Period.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna. Diggs, Diggs is amazing. That that uh, interception he had on Keenan Allen was mm. such a great play. It was so good.
0: Man, uh, I, I'm excited. Even, for Diggs. Yeah,
1: yeah, I am. I am too. Uh, excited for for freaking Kelvin Justin to get back so we can get AB out of there.
0: Yeah, AB. <laughs> I mean, he he, he, he <laughs> wasn't horrible yesterday, but that ta- the only real no, touchdown, wasn't, but the, the touchdown that they got was was. Because he can't t- – yeah, it's time. I mean, it, 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 yeah. this is, you know.
8: Uh, it's about that time. Yeah, about it. <laughs> it's about that
0: time, about that time. Yeah, man. Hey, uh,
1: that's really all I got, man. All I just right, want to say uh, I love the show. Uh, everything you do, man, is just outstanding. Thanks, man. Uh, really appreciate your content, man.
0: Thank you, sir. You have a good one. Thank you, man. You too. Appreciate it. Man, I appreciate you guys, man. I, I truly do. Uh, thanks for calling in and continue to call in. Phone lines are, are starting to get packed up here, so hang on in there. I'll get to you guys. The chat, uh, the chat is popping. Hold on. Did uh, <laughs> somebody say Greg the Leg invited to the cookout? <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, you know who Greg the Leg is at the cookout. He the he like the cousin in law. Don't nobody know that your cousin's married. He comes to the cookout. you like, who's the point, Dexter? Who, who, who's that guy? Then he come over and you realize, oh, he cool as hell. Yeah, he cool as hell. Uh, shout out to Freight Train. I think Freight Train might even be on the line with the donation there. Super chat. Uh 999 donation. He says, Freight Train, the theme this season is all hands on deck. Uh, they would rather win ugly than lose pretty. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. I'd definitely rather rather win ugly than lose pretty. Absolutely right. Zoli says, there's something wrong with boss man for him to not see the field. Oh, Zoli, if you don't know, he's out due to ham- uh, hamstring, groin, groin injury. So he's on IR right, right now. Now, I was watching the chat as my guy was on the phone, and I saw somebody complain about Kellen. Now, I am I don't want to dive into the, too much of certain things, but it's a question. Are you guys not okay with Kellen the first two weeks? Am I missing something? Like, I would totally call you out. You know how I am. I'll call out a player. I'll call out a coach. But I think Kellen Moore is the least of the Cowboys' worries right now. I, I think you should be encouraged. Week one, he goes in, he sees that this team is a a, a ridiculously good run running defense, and he doesn't force the issue. They call 28 run plays. Usually you're going to call more run plays and your quarterback will audible out of them. But realistically, even if they decide to stick to some, they probably would have only ran like 20, 21 times. I think, uh, I think they ended up only doing that. But you can't force the issue. It's a game plan league. He knew where the bread was buttered. Dak knew where the bread was buttered. Him and Dak are on the same page. Next week. He knows you're not going to get these big chunk plays because they play too deep and they're going to be light in the butt. And we talked about if they want to play that game, cool. Dak will just pick them apart underneath. And then the Cowboys' uh, running game will get going. So I'm I'm encouraged with Kellen Moore. Dre says he's been trash in the red zone. I I don't know that I'd agree with that. I mean, again, are we blaming Kellen Moore for Jarwin not making the block? Are we blaming Kellen Moore for uh Dak not? Hitting the uh, Zeke on a flat for a tutty. Are we blaming Kellen Moore for Tyron Smith of all people giving up a terrible sack down there? I have to see the 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 All Twenty Two version to see what the play was and if someone was open. But I'm I'm all right right now. I'm all right right now. I don't know. I don't I don't feel upset about about Kellen Moore. Uh, what about the weird formation that worked once and they did it now? Okay, now listen. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> like, there's not gonna be a perfect game plan. Was, Dak's not perfect. Zeke not. Like, none of these great. Play- Tyron Smith not perfect. You don't grade off of one play, right? You got to grade the totality of the game and to- the totality of both games. I came away fine, but that was a weird. I don't know what that formation they like to do. I, I don't understand that. Both receivers turn, face the quarterback, and just stand there. And then Dak actually threw it after five seconds. I, you know that was weird. I did not like that. That was a bit of a brain fart there. But overall, I think I'm okay. Um, all right, man. Phone lines are jumping, jumping. What's up, North for the Star? Two five four. What it is? What it do?
8: What's going on, Scott? Can you hear me?
0: Yes, sir. Gotcha.
8: Hey, man. What a great win yesterday, man. I was kind of at a disadvantage because uh, I was at work out here in West Texas in here in these oil fields, man. But, hey, I got me a little spot and streamed the game.
0: That's <laughs> how so you got to do it. And
8: I watched it, man. Hey, you know, hey, we got to make it work. You know what I'm saying? But I noticed two things in that game. Uh-huh. And first of all, with the Bones Fossil thing. Is it mean or does bone Fossil do things to kind of Want the spotlight? Like instead of you just doing your job, punting the ball, fair catching it and letting your offense do the work, seems like. like he seems like one of those type of guys that I wanna I, I I wanna be the guy that called the fake punt. I wanna be the guy that that that, that called the block punt. Like I guess I, I'm not saying the genius, or he just wants. It seems like he wants to make that play, which sometimes is you gotta have the Bill parsons sales mentality. Do your job. Your job is to get the ball to the offense complete the complete the fourth down if you got a fair catch it fair catch it you got to do the cole beasley thing and just have somebody back there sure handed catch the ball let your offense do the work no that kind of bothered me about bones fossil man it just seems like he wants to be that guy that i'm the i'm the guy that's right you know what i mean and and I, i don't think we need that right now we need that we need a guy that says you know what if if you got to kick the ball out of the end zone, game one, lie, instead of kicking it short so your guys can make a play, no, kick the ball out of the end zone. Kick it out of the end zone. Give it to them on the 25. Do not put your special teams in the distance, especially on game one, because those are fairly new guys. So everybody on a special team, you're still feeling your way out on those special teams. So kick that ball out of the end zone. I, I just – I didn't get that.
0: No, and two – Yeah, go ahead.
8: No, go, oh, Okay, two the the safety play. Okay, I I was one of those guys that I seen J-Ron Curse and I was just like, man, this guy is a journeyman. You know, I, I really didn't believe too much in him. You know, and uh, my, my guy Boss Cowboy, you know, shout out to him. He he was on J-Ron Curse from day one, and I, I really didn't believe in him. But then I start looking at him and I start thinking, well, may, well, maybe Dan Quinn sees a AKA Cam Chancellor, six four, big guy can move. Maybe he's saying, "Okay, you know what? This is my Cam Chancellor. I can rebuild this whole uh, Seattle Legion of Boom 2.0 if I get my guys." And maybe, maybe Jaron Curse could be that type of guy. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, we we just exit Donovan Wilson, but Jaron Curse looks like a ty- the 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 type of player. He, he's always around the the ball, and I yeah. think that defense that they ran yesterday. You can get three. You can get three safeties on the field and and not lose too much in the run game, and still get uh adequate uh pass defense. So that was that 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 really that, that was things that caught my eye. And then one more thing that caught my eye was, hey, we got to show love to Terrence Steele, man. Hey, he did his thing, and I I I I mean, people were screaming that we had to start uh uh Martin martin on the right 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 tackle but martin knew what he was doing his his position where he plays is that right guard and he knew that if he can get on the same page with Steele, he can he can help him neutralize that right side uh, that right side and i think they did a good job and you see and you can see it in Steele last year he got better i don't know what happened in the preseason but you could actually see in the uh, last year, towards the end of the year, he got a little bit more confident in himself. He just needed a little bit more
7: bricks in his pants. But
8: you know, I he think he did it, a
0: wonderful job. I think having Zach Martin right. next to him helped him. He didn't have Zach Martin next to him in the preseason,
8: right? Right? And exactly, exactly. And it just gets, it just goes to show you. Wonder, man, what if we did have Zach Martin game one? Maybe that run game would be a little different on that side. You know. Yeah, Maybe Zach Martin, the the loss of Zach Martin was bigger than we thought it would be. And I just really feel like I I think that this team showed a different way to win. And that's all I wanted to see. I didn't want to see this air it out attack. You saw the weakness, and they attacked it. We all thought game one that, oh, well, Moore just throws the ball around the yard. No, I think he saw weakness, and he attacked it this yep. game he saw weakness and he attacked it and yep. that's all we can ask for that's right brother all right Scott, man you have a good one man god bless you man you're doing a wonderful job man and y'all keep up the good work and uh enjoy this win because we had nine long days of <laughs> of, of sorrow and in our uh wounds man so god bless y'all man y'all take care
0: thanks brother have a, thanks for the call bro have a good one yeah yes, sir yeah it, 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 everything he, he hit the nail on the head with a lot of those guys there um Baby Cam Chancellor is what Mike is saying for, for J-Ron Curse. I, I, so I'm not going to crown him as as a Cam just yet, but I just really am enjoying the way he's playing, man. He he's definitely do, doing everything you're he's being asked to do. He's being around a line of scrimmage. He's rushing the passer. He, he's playing to run well. He's honestly this is the best I've ever seen him play in coverage. Like, there's times I'm like, is was that Diggs because of the 27? He's moving like a corner, but he's physical like a safety. Like, I'm so excited about J. Ron Curtis. It's ridiculous. He had six tackles yesterday, a tackle for loss, a pressure, a pass defense, a QB hit, um, and honestly, an amazing interception. Let's be real, right? Like, like, let's be real. He had an interception. They they took that away from him. I thought it was crap, uh, but it is what it is. 3-4-7. Uh, Welcome to the show. What it is? What it do?
3: Skywalker, young Jedi Skywalker. What's good? What's up, man? Listen, um, I'm not gonna hold you long, but listen. Everybody is under the impression that it's 2020. That where Mike Nolan's out DC, and they thinking that we're gonna be that they're gonna be running and doing what they want to do on the field. They need to stop, stop, stop. You know what I mean? And one thing is this, one thing is this, as, the, as we get all our pieces back, the chemistry is going to be impeccable, and we're going to put the, we're going to put the beats on everybody going forward. You know what I mean? So that's it, Young Jedi. That's all I got for you, my brother.
0: Appreciate it, brother. You're right. You're right. When we get these pieces back. You know what I like most about yesterday? It was in my halftime notes, but it really was in my total notes the defense is swarming and they are aggressive like they 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 are uh way way more aggressive in my opinion than they were last year they're swarming to the ball better than they did last year they look more into uh, it just it's different and when when this is why I give Dan Quinn credit when you're without three starters and not just any old 3 starters specifically your best two pass rushers and you can come out there and limit them to 17 points and i don't care that they had their penalty. That's on them too. Like the penalties that happened weren't some question, like illegal procedure. That's that's on you. That's a brain fart on you. Um, what's the casting? Herbert holding on to the ball catching. It's like, that's on you, right? <laughs> and I think it was one more penalty that cost him. That that was on them. They went down there in, in the red zone four times. Came away with one touchdown, and that one touchdown was Anthony Brown getting. Just manhandle and toss to the side. The other two times they went down there really were interceptions. So I listen. The DC and the OC, you have to feel good about my opinion coming out of this game. You do, yeah. And clutch says it here. Wait till Gallimore comes back. Like Gallimore, you don't know, got a, a boss man, Randy. Now D Law is going to be way later in the season, but they'll be getting reinforcements. And if, again, man, if this front can continue to generate pressure. Excuse me. They can continue to 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 find their footing with digs, with the safeties. You you can start to feel okay about the back end. I won't feel good yet until AB is likely replaced or or he improves his play. AB worries me to death, but everybody else, man, is it's looking pretty solid. All right, let's get Twine up in here. Eight four three.
10: What's going on, Sky?
0: What's up, brother.
10: Man, chilling, chilling at work, man. Hey, Bo. I know everybody complaining about all kind of random stuff, but man, listen, the way our defense is playing from this year, from last year, man, I don't give a damn what we do. Right. Balls <laughs> looking good. Uh, Doris Armstrong came in and making plays. Bradley and I getting dirty. Bro, we got nothing to complain about. Besides AB,
0: you got the dub. I mean,
8: yeah, and the, and the defense has and six penalties? turnovers. That's their fault.
0: That's their fault. Yeah.
8: shit.
0: Six turnovers but, um, in the man, first two games, that's... brother. We got to feel good about this defense right now, in my opinion.
10: Exactly. And uh, Hooker, I think he he, he played a decent game coming back for his first game. Man, I like his game. He missed some tackles, but I think he can he can tighten that up later on down the season.
0: Yeah, he's got to get hit. he got to get some hit and get used to, you know, bodies. Being, he only played, I think, twice in the preseason, so.
10: Yeah, yeah. And, man, your boy TP. Goddamn, bro.
0: That boy a flash. That change
10: the pace back. Yeah, we should, yeah we should go ahead and keep this going. I know Mike McCarthy. said you trying to save Zeke till later on in the season. Yeah. Man, what the hell with that? If we can switch you guys out like that, <laughs> game by game basis, keep doing it.
0: That's how you got I think it needs to be that way. I mean, you've been on this channel for a while. How long have I talked about... This needs to be a two back, a two headed monster, two back system, and that's okay. Like that, that's not saying that Zeke yeah. is trash. That's just saying that Zeke and T P is better than Zeke by himself, and that's facts.
7: No,
10: cause both of they game different though. I do. I bought the slashes, man. That boy's the slashes. Zeke get them dirty yards, and so far, man, this dude, that dude, picking up blocks like blitzes, like I ain't know what, bro. That dude doing good, man.
0: Yeah, he is, brother. He is.
10: That's so why I won't call it, man. Keep doing your thing, Scott. Well, you ball it out here, Bubba.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. All
10: right.
0: Special K said he made a tackle on the backfield. He's talking about Malik Hooker. Um, yeah, I and and, and someone else talked about it. Yeah, I'll admit not too much to complain about. Just want to see more touchdowns. There's gonna to be games like this, Clutch. Right? Like good and then we talked about this. To be a good team, you gotta beat good teams. I think the Chargers are a good team. And you have to learn to close out games, right? This felt like whoever had the ball last could put themselves in position to to kick a game winner. But the Cowboys defense only gave up 17 points. They were clutch in, in the red zone. Now things happen. And honestly, I'm going to be real with you. When they kicked the field goal to tie it up, first of all, I thought they missed. Speaking of the Chargers. I felt like on that third and, and forever, the third and, the third and goal from like the 20 or whatever it was, I felt like Michael Parsons was held. So that could have kicked him back even more with a potential chance to lose um, yardage, to, to, to miss the kick. So it could have been even more clutched by the defense. Uh, but, you know, it's really hard to come out of this game and be upset, right? But the beauty of it is you can come out this game, find things the Cowboys can work on, and you can watch them easy. Like, it's easier to watch that. It's easier to watch the film coming out of a victory. It just this freight train. What up, man?
7: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Cowboy Nation, man. Look here. Yeah. The theme for this year:
3: All hands on deck. Uh-huh. The best thing that happened was the worst thing that we saw. We had injuries. It allowed these backups who have chips on their shoulders, like I told you on Friday. It allowed them to get in the game to get to eat. What I urge all of the cowboy nation to do, let me tell you something. Your haters, wherever you live, you know they're coming, baby. You
0: know oh, they coming. Yeah, that's happening.
3: What I urge you guys to do, go back and do your own film study. Look at the defensive line. Look at the offensive line. Let me tell you something. On both sides, those were a gang of goons. I saw 10 sacks. That should've happened.
0: Yeah, man. They were they were, they that were that pushing Herbert up, off old. the ball. Yeah.
3: Oh, it was ridiculous. And on the offensive side of the ball, man, i, I man, look here, I'm a I'm a drive. I drive for a living. I'm a little laid up right now, get my, my knee uh uh striped so I can get back in the truck. But here's the deal. I saw some eighteen wheeler um holes that I opened up. Still took it personal. Like I told you on Friday. they they, they look they took it personal. He played well. Yes, my he did. thing, is, and we saw we saw some of it coming on at the end of last year. Remember, where was he drafted? Wasn't he
0: drafted. drafted.
3: <laughs> Thank. You. Wasn't drafted. That's, that's what I'm saying. And my thing is, I, I don't, I, I, don't normally talk draft. But let me tell you something. We down here in the dirty, dirty. If we get an opportunity to get that joke out of Georgia, uh,
0: Davis. 66, uh, oh, dude! I thought he was—I thought he was coming out in the draft this year. I was—I'm I'm sitting here eyeing this cat, but you're right. He may play himself into the point where the Cowboys can't get him. But that boy, oh, man, him and Osa next to each other—my goodness! But anyway, go ahead. can you imagine? Me my
3: thing. and like I so said, let's go back in. Everybody, I'm glad they're getting game experience. Yeah, this is the best thing that can happen. Remember, this is going to be a long season. Zeke out there, Paul out there, people talking. About, oh, maybe they need to trade Zeke out there, uh, to the uh, Ravens, all that crap. Let me tell you something. We got a two-headed monster. Yes. Man, look, we get ready to eat, baby. We just getting our footy. We ain't even, we ain't even, we ain't even played a, a, a solid game yet. Imagine that. Because we should be two and zero. Everybody know that.
0: Yeah. Like I said, easily won we, the game last week. The
3: lead is on notice. They they know what's getting ready to happen. Ain't lie. because see, I was ready. September's good
0: give me december
3: when when we start when we start playing i rather so, play well at the at at the end of the season
0: yeah you want to you want to put the, you want to string together momentum so by the time you get to the end of, go through your adversity now so by the time you get to the end of the season you know how to fight through that adversity in season
3: and look here and we're, we're, and the key is let's be a chameleon and a, be adaptable every week to so whatever whatever we get that's what we need to do. Yes, sir. Whatever, whatever, whatever team we playing, I don't care if we score fifty. I don't care if we score twenty-five. It don't matter. At the end of the game, win games and get better each game.
0: You're right, brother. You're right, Freight we, Train.
3: Once we play that complete game, it's a wrap. Let's get this number. Let's get this number six ring. One game at a time.
0: Week. That's to the
3: week. end
7: result. Y'all. I'm out, man.
0: My God, appreciate you. Week. Too weak. We talk about it all the time. You, you, you have to be able to, and I'm never going to tell anybody how to fan. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan. It's just something that I've come accustomed to, like I said, a while ago. I'm like, listen, man, just stay in the moment week to week. And then when I began to cover the team more intently and in, in doing what I do, I literally had to be week to week. And it, it actually allows me to step back and kind of be more centered as opposed to one way or the other. Uh, I was naturally that way, but it makes you—it made me even more so. And I think you have to be able to love this kind of victory. You have to, because there's going to be games where it's going to be tough, man. You're not—the offense is not going to score thirty points every time, and it happened, right? It happened. So it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. I'm just glad they found a way to fight through the adversity. Now he brought up my guy again, Terrence Steele. If you guys weren't here at at the the middle of the show, we, you know, I got a cookout. And I invite some some certain folks to the grown folk table. when Terrence Steele came to the grown folk table. Remember when we talked about this game coming in? How can you help Terrence Steele out without always sending somebody over there? The way to do it was to run the rock. It didn't always have to be at Joey Bosa. Just let Terrence get some momentum. There were certain plays where I was keeping my eye on him. Where he was firing off the rock just to get a body on a body. Be it Joey, be it anybody. And then... One play that stuck out to me, and I wanted to grab it and show y'all, was when Terrence Steele celebrated the touchdown. I think it was Tony Pollard or Zeku Elliott. You could just see how elated he was. He was hype. He was excited. And that's how you can get a young inexperienced. Well, I guess he has some experience, right? Uh, A young tackle that may or may not have been struggling with his uh, confidence. That's how you get that confidence built. You you, You run. (laughs) right? Like you run, you get him to put a body on a body where he's not playing retreat in the passing game, but he's on the attack. And again, I can't wait to go back to watch the film on a lot of these guys, but my third cousin, Terrence Steele, I I really want to watch in in the run game because I know he probably was really, I don't know, got to see the grades, but I think he was better there. Um, And that's how you do it. That's how you help out your young players, help out your backups. That's how you do it. Uh, seven seven zero. What it is What it do What's up player It's uh Fresh hey, f- Fresh fade Say that again It's fresh fade
11: Yeah yeah Fresh fade
0: What's, What's going mean? on brother
11: Oh man Everything is everything Everything is beachy Hey man Listen I think uh I think one person that had an underrated performance, especially after last week of sort of being de a little bit, <laughs> Tyler Biotis essentially eliminated Joseph. Linville Joseph, the guy that we wanted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think he had a really good I think he had a really good performance. Um, you know, they were pushing them back like three, four yards. I think he had a really good day. Uh one person that I do want to speak on, because you know I'm all for playing the young guys like uh you know, the, the young safeties and yeah.
0: linebackers, and corners.
11: Um, I haven't really been noticing Keanu Neal, man. I, nope. I haven't been noticing.
0: So, so, so Keanu showed up yesterday, but he, he he did it in more of a Jalen sense, in my opinion, where it wasn't like uh, he did anything wrong, <laughs> but he he uh-huh. wasn't spectacular. Now, he did make a play. I can't remember. I wish I could remember it in my head. I want to say he made either, either a TFL or just a big hit at the line of scrimmage. But his presence uh-huh. was felt on that play. But yeah, he's yeah. not he's not flying around making twenty tackles a game. I think he's playing his I, role right now.
11: I I think though, this is what I think should happen. Oh, he right did have now. he did have a I tackle think,
0: for loss. So he had three tackles and a tackle for loss. So that was that was the play I was cool. talking about.
11: I think because he's on a one year deal right now, I think they should start sort of giving Jabril Cox some tick as well, maybe like twenty five percent of the plays
0: because and, and play for Keanu. I mean and, 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 and are you talking about taking Keanu off because, the field?
11: Yeah, ju- ju- but, I, I think they should start I, be, I I just because think about I mean I just I just think you should the coverage ability of Jabril Cox, I mean think about the tight ends you have coming up. You have the Eagles tight ends. You have—I mean, you already played play Gronk. You, you know. have Kelsey coming up. Fresh. You got—you got, you got top.
0: what's up? You talking about the tight ends? the The tight ends. What's up? Let me let me counter you. Forget the tight ends coming up. What's up? You got Daniel Jones coming up. Jalen Hurts coming okay. up. Sam Darnold coming up. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater coming up. Like like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like the tight end is the least of my worries with those guys at quarterback now you give me a Tom Brady that's a different story because they can they can take advantage of that situation um i don't right. I, you know i don't see the reason to take Neil off the field yet right he doesn't give me a reason to do that so i i know you like to play yeah, the young guys yeah, I mean, though you want to play the young guys
11: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, I just believe in Jabril Cox a little bit more too. as far as his coverage ability. His, his, his coverage ability, yeah, Neil is a leader. He knows where to line up and all that good stuff. I, I just, I, I do not want to be in this position next year where Jabril Cox is getting his first, like, real snaps, man. Like, I, I want him to get some type of playing time.
0: It may happen. It may happen be- because injuries happen, things like that come up. It, it may happen, but yeah, yeah. we have to, listen, there is a balance, right? Like, There's some young players that are going to have to play. There's some young players that just can't play. And this is what I said going into the year. If Jabril Cox is not on the field because the other linebackers are playing well, that's what you should want. You're right? Like, as a fan, you should be like, you know what? I'm glad Jabril is still on the bench because our guys are playing good enough. Right? Like, let's be real. Coming out of these first two weeks, linebacker has not been a problem. It it hasn't. Like, I haven't come out of these games like, man – our backers are just getting That's just true. getting obliterated. L V E sucks. Jalen I know I know Jalen the video went out yesterday and all that stuff, but Jalen hasn't been awful. Uh, um uh Micah obviously has been been good. Keanu Neal has been good enough. Like I'm good. I'm yeah. we're good here. Let's let's not let's not try to force the issue with the young guys. Let it kind of come naturally, right? Um now if, yeah. if Keanu Neal starts to look bad, then yeah, you start to maybe experiment with stuff like that. But but right now you got the depth. Continue to just pound away at that depth until you have to go in, in into the into that uh, toolbox to grab a Jabril Cox. Honestly, the role that we all wanted Jabril Cox to play, he doesn't really need to be out there for it because J-Ron Curse is playing that role fine. Like J-Ron was one on one with the tight ends a lot. Now he gave up the, the one yeah. touchdown, but he also had had the pick that they called back. So I would rather just let J-Ron play that role. Let Cox continue to develop. And it's just one of those things, brother. It's just one of those things where everybody's not going to be able to play real snaps.
11: So, so what do you think is going to happen when Donovan Wilson gets healthy again?
0: Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Um, whew, I think you just have a. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dono, man, because he's a playmaker too. But he's injured, yeah. and it's one of those things. I'm like, hey, hey, Dono, you hurt? Have a seat, man. You take take some rest. Take two, three weeks off. We're good. KZ Hooker Curse, K- we're good. Take your time. Uh, what you do is, but when, what you do when he comes back. I think, whew, man, I, I think you just rotate him and Curse. I, I know rotation sounds bad, but I think Curse is playing too yeah. well to not play. Right, like like go big nickel or big dime, mm. but he's playing too well to not play. I'm not taking KZ off the field. I think KZ yeah, no, is, no. is looking oh, yeah, like good. man, he's good, yeah. man. KZ is playing yeah, some good, good ball. Man. He's playing some good ball. So yeah. I just think you you find a way, you find you again. It's one of those things. Everybody can't play. <laughs> I guess you gotta I, yes, live man. with this, right?
11: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did a, they did a good job, man. I I really like the progress of the defense, and I, I just really like uh, I just I just like the, way the direction things are headed, man. Uh, yeah. It's just that, um, the, I mean it's a young team. They're flying around, making plays. Um, seeing Steele do a good job yesterday. I mean he's a young guy. It's just. You know, in order for—I mean, I guess my thinking is—in order for this organization to sort of turn the corner, right, and 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 get that elite defense they want, young guys is the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, free agency, of course. You know, you have you have to have your guys in there, but um, you know, I'm just excited for the young the young group of guys: Parsons, Cox, uh, Steele, you know, Mukwama, right, Osa, yeah. Diggs. I mean, you have a young team. You know, young core. I just want to continue that core or continue that, you know, the playing the young guys. Cause I mean, from what we've seen so far, the young guys that you are playing, it's paying off. I mean, shit, still last year playing most of the season. I mean, look at the, look how it's paying off now. I mean, he's, I mean, well, that experience last year helped him now. So yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's he what played, I'm going towards. Still that's
0: played it. because of injury. He wasn't right. He was horrible last year. Yeah, it is what it is. But, well,
11: well, yeah, defensively, yeah, I, I feel you, but, but that, but that experience though, that experience, right, but, but, but you're,
0: him, you're, you're, but you're saying play the young guys. You're not, you're not really talking about context. You're just saying, play them. I don't care. Play him last year. Only well, reason why well, still yeah. played is because of injuries. He didn't get, he wasn't starting well, over Collins. Like he wasn't starting over you know what I mean? That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Cam Irving got hurt. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't yeah, have yeah, been that's... still out there if Cam Irving doesn't get hurt. But let me go back to your defense side of the ball. You're right. That's to build true. a yeah. consistently good defense, I, I usher this, I always talk about this in the offseason. You have to build a yeah. consistently good defense through the draft because you have to have cheap labor, right? Like for yeah. four or five years. But you didn't, to, mm-hmm. to make sure your defenses stay afloat or become really good, you have to throw in free agent pieces. That's just how it works. But if you want it to be good for yeah. four or five years at a time, you have to continue to, to build through the draft. Um, and this draft defensively is starting to look really good. I haven't even give Osa his flowers. Like Osa was, Osa showed up, and I, I talked about it in pregame. I he said did. this is the game he I did. want to see Osa do his thing because their interior O line, eh, suspected me. Yeah. And he had two quarterback hits. They hit the quarterback after not touching Tom Brady one time. They hit the quarterback nine times yesterday. Nine times. Osa had two tackles and two quarterback hits. So salutes them.
11: You you, you got you got to thank Parsons for that, man. Like this. I mean, Parsons play like we want DeMarcus Lawrence to play. So, I mean, uh, that's another conversation, though. But, you know, I'll, I'll let you
7: get to the other calls, bro. We'll uh,
0: Y'all get celebrate off. this week, man, and off, uh, man.
11: we'll see what happens.
0: Y'all going to <laughs> get off D-Law. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Parsons played like like a, a man on a mission. I call him the Tasmanian Devil. Yesterday, he just was everywhere. If Justin Herbert wasn't Justin Herbert, he'd have been sacked so many times. Um, now I will say this now, this is and I'll get to you here 972. Then we're gonna wrap it up. I, I listen, he was great. There's certain quarterbacks he's gonna have to be, and I don't think he's even gonna be around it for that. When I say around playing DE during that time, but there's certain quarterbacks you can't just fly up and, and, and call it a day, and those are the Russell Wilson's, the uh, the Patrick Mahomes, um, the, the Kyler Murray's, those those are the types where you got to be a little bit more. It might have to be that muddled rush, and you gotta you gotta hope the interior gets there and make sure that those guys don't get outside the pocket. But nonetheless, man, he Justin Herbert was just on the run, man, on the absolute run. Uh, all right, before I get the nine seven two, if you haven't, man, make sure you like this chat. You guys have been or like this uh, stream. You guys have been phenomenal. Appreciate you coming in through here on this Victory Monday. Let me see. 972, what it is, what it do. 972. Hey, what's up, Scott? What's going what's on, up, man?
2: What's up, Scott, man? Happy Victory Monday this Cowboys Nation. Yes, sir. You know, it's uh, Tyrone from Urban, man. And I just wanted to give you your props, man. for You seem like the, one of the only people excited. Really? after Parsons. Oh yeah, oh, oh, well, oh, you mean Parsons?
0: The, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, drafting Parsons like you were the one. Like I, I, follow a lot of YouTubers, and it seemed like a lot of people were upset because they had their heart set on um, Horn and uh, Sertan or Slater. But you were one of the ones that were excited uh, about Parsons from the get. The
11: conference has been unlocked.
0: Unlocked I mean, the for man, you, Mike. Go go ahead, up Mike. Everywhere. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was telling somebody in the chat they wanted to call in. Go ahead and call in, Mike. But. Continue, brothers. My oh, my bad.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. No, you good? But, yeah, man, he's been lining up everywhere, man. Um, the line, the linebacker, he's playing coverage. He's rushing the passer. So, man, he's going crazy. But not just Parsons, man, with this defense. This defense looks, looks different. It feels
0: different. It's just different.
2: not one player. It's just not one player, man. It's Quinn's system, man. You know how back in when we had Marinelli. I ain't going to talk about Nolan, but we had Marinelli. <laughs> we were playing this soft coverage, you know, this uh, bend-don't-break, and our defense was never getting turnovers because they weren't playing aggressive. And now they're playing – is playing aggressive. We're getting turnovers. And I don't think – the first week I was skeptical. Like, uh, maybe it was just a fluke we got those four turnovers. But now I'm thinking that our secondary, we're making plays, man. So – I'm hoping that we continue um, playing aggressive and keep uh, forcing the turnovers going forward, man. I think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. It's, it, you know why I didn't want to call it a fluke against Tampa because, and I always, it's funny because I talk about the process, right? Not the result. What was the process yeah. of that turnover? Right. Was it, was it just uh, Tom Brady just throwing it to you like the hell Mary? Like I'll give him that, like that, that, that one wasn't really a real one, but you got uh, Demarcus Lawrence punching the ball out, right? You got yeah. um, you got Trevon Diggs noticing the screen coming, getting coming off of his man, and then the, the running back tips it up, and boom, he catches it, right? You got uh, right. what's what's yeah. the other one? Uh, oh, you got Demonte KZ v. forcing the turnover. So uh-huh. the process to those turnovers were not fluky; those were forced yeah. turnovers. So that's something you should be encouraged about. And I said, okay, let's see what happens this game. Same thing. The process in these turnovers against Justin Herbert, the digs, tight coverage, pick. In my opinion, I'm going to continue to count J. Ron Curse's interception. Tight coverage, tip, inter- exactly, interception. Yep. Uh, Demonte KZ, interception. Like These are forced turnovers, and they come in bunches, and it's not fluky. It, it's not. These are, nope. these are plays being made, and that should excite you defensively, Cowboys Nation
2: absolutely and we're aggressive we're rushing the pass rusher when herbert was getting the ball out quick a lot but we wasn't getting the ball out quick he had pressure on his face you know he made some incredible throws really to get the yes he's incredible yards he did
0: but credible arm remember it's, it's so funny guys we talked about this all week we said i don't really herbert's not going to beat you pre-snap Herbert's going to beat you with his arm after the throw and that's literally what he did. That's why it was pressure so dang on much because he was running around trying to make a play. You know, whereas Tom Brady can beat you with his mental. I think that, that I think the Cowboys, Dan Quinn got the best of Herbert on certain plays. I do.
2: Yeah, he did. There was some actually plays there he did have a lot of time though. But um I don't want to don't know another thing. Anthony Brown, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna defend the dude no more, but it seemed the first week, bad, he 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 was terrible. He was really terrible, but he seemed to become a punching bag. Like I don't want to hear any defensive slander this week, Like, Can we let Jalen and uh, Anthony Brown make it? Because
0: no, no, Brown, we can't. Have bad no, game? no, we can't let Anthony Brown off the. We can't let him off the hook, as my guy would say. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anthony Brown is clearly the weak link of this defense, and he we, we were fortunate he wasn't called for a pass interference in that end zone. Uh, he was targeted. He was mousing the house this week, gave up the touchdown. Anthony Brown is clearly the weak link. It, that's, just the, that's just the facts of the matter. you just got to hope that your defense can overcome him being the, you all the weakest link, right? Like, you have to overcome that. He is what he is. In fact, there's more hope, in my opinion, for Jalen Smith than there is for Anthony Brown. I'm just being real.
2: He got beat for a touchdown.
0: I yes. got to rewatch the game. Yes, the the really oh, the first touchdown that Herbert had, he threw it out to Mike Williams. And first of all, first and ten on yeah, the ten yard line, he's playing ten yards back. What are you doing? Then he comes he's up. Good. He comes up, and he instead of forcing the receiver inside to your help, he does this ankle grab crap, and he he forces Mike Williams outside, and Mike Williams scores a touchdown. So all around, it was just a ridiculous play by Anthony Brown, but you got to come to expect one or two or three of those a game from him. Excuse
2: me. Yeah, he. I have to rewatch the game. But uh, I'm liking the whole, our whole team, man. I'm really liking our whole team, man. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too up or too down. But February 6th, man, we're going back to just so far. We're going to win that Super Bowl.
0: Woo! Hey, dog. I like it. I like it. Appreciate the call, bro. <laughs> All brother.
2: right, man, I'm out. All
0: right. <laughs> Hey, I ain't going to be mad. I'm never going to be mad when y'all say it. Y'all know me, though. A lot has to happen, but I I do like the direction this team is going. Uh, Clutch Sports said, man, first time in here, and this is awesome. Thank you, Clutch. Welcome. Come on back. Every Monday we here, 8 a.m. Central-ish. And then 8 p.m. Central, you got Mo Rod coming on later tonight, uh, Sunday through Thursday, to give you his takes on the games and uh, all things Dallas Cowboys. Uh, let me get... I did open the lines back up. I did open the lines back up. Uh, 540. Get a couple more in here. What's up?
7: Yo. Yo, yo. Yeah, what's going on, this guy? Yo, what's up, man? Who this? What's going on? It's Mike's Meticulous. What's going on? Mike's
0: Meticulous. Hey, I don't think you ever called, man. Welcome to the phone line part Not, of the
7: show.
0: i <laughs> never called before,
7: man, but I'm just excited about this game, man. I'm a huge fan, Sky. Thank you, brother. Yeah, hey, bro, hey, listen. I just want to say I, I wrote down a few notes, man. Okay. First of all, i want to talk about Parsons. What you got? Man, his versatility is amazing. He his versatility is amazing. He can play defensive end and he can play linebacker. It's just an amazing thing for the Cowboys, man. It was a good pick. What do you think about that?
0: I'm convinced I'm this is I'm I'm not even being a homer. I'm not being biased or I'm dead ass convinced he could play safety. If 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 he, yeah, he, 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 he serious
7: in the box. <laughs>
0: I feel like, yeah. <laughs> hell, he might be able to play corner at this. Like he's just, he's just naturally talented that way. That's just, man, he's a freak. He's ridiculous. Yeah.
7: Hey, listen. Um, another thing I want to talk about is Curse, man. Like I'm a, I'm a big Donovan Wilson fan, hey. and I don't want to see Donovan Wilson on the bench. But Curse plays with that physicality, and then um, oh. they compare him to Cam Chancellor, and it's like I see the comparisons, and I'm just happy that we have depth. Also, I yeah, want to yeah, give dude. a shout-out to my man KZ, 2 number 18. You know what I'm saying? He's been playing good the last two weeks. He's been playing real good, man. We got depth at safety, man. How you feel about that? I
0: love the depth. It's, it's, it's funny because going into the year, remember, I kind of was just I – was, I was like this. I actually feel good about the safety depth, and then I will move on because safety talk around here is hot button because the Cowboys just don't get really good safety play. But when you looked at the talent – Hooker is talented when healthy. KZ is talented when healthy. We, we know Dono can play. J-Ron in a role I thought been, would be really fine in his role. In fact, he's exceeding that, in my opinion. So now you feel even better about the safety depth with J-Ron playing the way he's playing. He's, if Micah Parsons is your weapon X, right? If he's your weapon X on, on the front seven, J-Ron is your weapon Z in the back end. He can do a lot of things for you.
7: Yeah, hey, yo, man, we got a lot of depth, man. I think we built this team the right way. When paint went out, I think a lot of people pressed the panic button. But, yo, relax. We got Parsons, yo. He's like a Swiss Army knife. He can do a little bit of everything, huh? He
0: can do a little bit. I don't know if I want him there every week. And now that Randy Gregory's coming back, you're not going to have to do that. But, but like he said, you can pick and choose your spots to do this. You can mix it up in game, or if you're going into a game where a team doesn't have good tackles, you can you can throw him in there. He's just a great chess piece to have, man. He's a great chess piece.
7: Hey yo, hey, I can keep going on and on and on. I don't want to uh, hold up you. the yeah. phone line. But listen. <laughs> I wanna say one thing, bro. I'm proud of TP20. Like I was in somebody's live stream and I was just keeping it real, and they was mad that I was saying TP got more explosiveness than uh, Z. But that's facts, and I'm though. like, bro, like bro, you gotta give TP20 more snaps. You have to give him more snaps, man. Uh, uh, he looked good out there, man.
0: You're right, brother. You're and right. I'm proud
7: of still too, bro.
0: Well, oh, st- not me still, but my, my third cousin still. The,
2: uh, the, uh, tackle, bro. Still.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. Hey, listen, Mike, appreciate the call. Definitely got a call back in. You're always in the chat, so I appreciate that, man. Thanks for your support.
7: Hey, yo, Scott, take it easy, bro.
0: You too, man. Um, Yeah, man. Swiss, Mar- Swiss Army knife, that is Michael Parsons. I mean, who's arguing that Tony Pollard is not more explosive than Zeke? That's shouldn't even be arguing with nobody with that, bro. You shouldn't. Uh Below the Heaven says he never seen Wilson play like that. Yes, you have below. You seen it. You seen it. You seen Wilson play like that. Um It may look I don't even say it may look different. It looked just like that. Flying all over the field, making plays in the pass game, plays in the run game. You seen it. Go put on a San Francisco tape, go put on the Eagles tape. Go put on the um, Vikings tape. Donovan Wilson's good. That's what I was saying on on the uh, post game show. It's tricky because Dono is good, but you can't ignore the way that Curse is playing. You can't. Uh, nine oh five. What it is? What it do?
6: Feeling hard not to feel good on this Monday, Sky.
0: You so say you feeling good?
6: Oh, feeling real good.
0: What you got for it?
6: A lot of things people have been saying. I think there's a lot to be positive, things to fix. But the defense in general, something like losing d Law was something we wouldn't handle in years past for some reason. So there's optimism there because all of a sudden we didn't know what our D-line depth was. And now it looks like you have depth. And then maybe uh, now now you're unlocking something else with Parsons. And I'm not saying full-time you want to move him there. But when these games get serious and it's about getting the quarterback on the ground... It's something that the other team's gonna have to prepare for. It makes our deal a lot more harder to prepare for, let's say.
0: Yep. No, you're absolutely right. The, and that's why I gotta give the hat tip to Dan Quinn, man. He's been a he's been heaven sent in my opinion. Like this isn't this isn't by accident. Because this defense is not full of pro bowlers. And he's getting Real good play out of them, even with the 31 point. It's Tom Brady, it's week one. You knew Tom Brady was going to score, so I I wasn't even going into that game thinking they were going to hold him under 20 points or something like that. Um, but to get those turnovers the way they did, to rally the way they did, and then to take that momentum and carry it over, I we talked about it, brother. Tom Brady it dips off after that. Got Justin Herbert, who great talent, but what did we talk about all week? He's a second year pro. He's arrogant. He's going to try to make these throws. And, yes, he's going to make some, but he's also going to cause some turnovers because he, he tries to fit the ball where it doesn't need to fit. So after that, Sam Darnold, Justin uh, – uh, Justin? not Justin Fields. What's the cat's name? Hurts, Jalen Hurts. You get Teddy Britt. Like, the quarterbacks aren't going to be as good. So the defense has more opportunity to turn up. It's exciting.
6: Exactly. And then Anthony Brown, I think we've all stated, we know he is the weak spot. What I'm hoping the thinking is, is Dan Quinn trying to figure out these other pieces. He knows what he has in Anthony Brown and hopefully trying to call a game to avoid his weaknesses. But hopefully when Bossman comes back, he's going to get a try. I want to see Kennedy get an attempt. And even things like, I wish they would bring in, um, Mark, Nishan Wright, like a red zone with Mike Williams yesterday. To me, that's like a, would be a strength of his.
0: Yo, I said that uh, to Jesse as we're watching the game at Texas Live. I said, after that play from A.B., I said, dog, they're going to continue to target A.B. Literally, the next two plays, he tried to throw a fade over to Mike Williams, and it went too high. Next play, he tried to throw a back shoulder to Mike Williams, and both of them are A.B., and it hit A.B. in the back. I'm like, dog, I really would like to see Nation Wright just guard Mike in the red zone. Just the red zone. That way he can, you know, battle him because I was afraid that he would connect one of these times on a jump ball, and it was all she wrote. Fortunately, Herbert didn't connect, and they continued their red zone woes.
6: Yeah, exactly. Another point. I think I don't know if I heard right. I think you shouted out because you see my comment. I'm north of the star in the chat. The Kellen Moore. uh, For me, uh, Cowboys are on notice, and uh, Kellen Moore. Is going to be a hot head coaching candidate? If we don't make a deep run to the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of teams come knocking, and we're going to be forced to make a decision.
0: I'm, I'm listen. I'm convinced. This is hopefully it ends better, but this is nothing but. I don't want nobody to think he's Jason Garrett, but the situation is Jason Garrett 2.0 in my opinion. Kellen Moore may be your head coach coaching waiting on in Dallas. I'm serious. Like, like he could have went. And oh, coached, I, 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 he could have went and coached at Boise. You don't, you go, you get the opportunity to coach at your alma mater. He went to Jay, Jason, or he went to Jerry and said, "Hey, dog, they want me. I want them. What you thinking? Ain't no way in hell you can't tell me that Jerry Jones didn't say, say, all right.' First of all, we're going to make you one of the highest paid coordinators in the league. There's no cap on that. Number two, we're going to continue to groom you to be NFL head coach in this league. Wink, wink." Here in Dallas, I'm I'm convinced. I'm convinced.
6: Oh, I I think the exact same thing. I just think they would hope like maybe another year. Like I just don't think they want to be forced with that decision this off season. They but uh, if you don't make a
0: a north north Dakota, they will make that decision if Mike if Mike McCarthy continues to have these weird game management situations, they will make that decision if Mike McCarthy costs the Cowboys a playoff victory or the playoffs in general. They'll. Listen, Jay, uh, Jerry don't have a lot of time. So, I'm not saying that as if, oh, no, you know, no. but he's just, he's an 80-something-year-old man, you know what I mean? <laughs> the clock's ticking.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing that, like, he's just, his offense is everything we were have been wishing for, right? We see McVay and all these people do new stuff, and we're keeping defenses guessing, and the defenses are really going to have a long week preparing for everything that Kellen's throwing at him. And you guys were saying about the Thunder and Lightning, and I... Couldn't agree more, and I really just wish people would like leave Zeke alone with the money. The guy earned his money. It's a wrap. The Cowboys at the start. Of, the Cowboys at the start of the year have to be under the cap. Who cares with Tony? Just as long as they're not using him based on his money. Like we'll keep him split, ride the hot hand, and then no one should really care about his money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Once once the season starts, and I talked about that with Jalen, like. It is what it is, man. This is his. This is his role. He's just going to be an expensive backup. And with Zeke, like this should be his role. He's just, he's going to be an expensive dual back. But he's still good. That's the difference between the other guy I've talked about. Like like Zeke is still good. He still does a lot of good things for you. And you need that guy that can be physical and, and hit the body blows. Uh uh. You know what I mean? You need that sometimes. And and Zeke does that. And he's phenomenal in pass protection. Right? We saw TP struggle a little bit in that area yesterday. But everywhere else, he was great. I just – my opinion, best one to punch in the league. That's good man. Absolutely.
6: And so now just thinking back to uh, what you guys were talking about, Cox, earlier, and just kind of how we were talking about Nashawn, right? Just get him into situation. Uh, like, coming down to the end of it, and when you're going to have to face those good teams, and let's face it, like, if you want to be there, you're probably going to have to beat the Chiefs. We want Cox in the red zone and starting to get rest against tight ends because come that time, we're not going to want Jalen on
0: that's, that's Kelsey.
6: What, we're going to want Cox on Kelsey. That's
0: what Fresh said. Well, here's the thing: It may be Michael Parsons on, on these guys because he's not going to be defensive end forever. You're talking about playoffs, right? You're talking about even potentially in the, in, in the Super Bowl. That means that D Law is back. That means that Gregory is back, and now Parsons can go back to being that guy who's your linebackers, and he's the most athletic linebacker you got. He can he can cover. Let's stop acting like he can't be a cover guy. He can cover. Now is Cox the, the the best cover linebacker that we've drafted? Sure right? Like sure, but until I see curse struggle, until I see uh, Micah struggle, until I see uh, Neil, you know, struggle to the point that I'm nervous, I just don't see the the point in forcing this guy on the field. Does that make sense?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I'm probably getting ahead of myself to be honest. I'm just kind of like how impressive Parsons was like on short notice, and we're gonna be forced to play. I'm here with Lawrence out. So it's almost like, um, I don't know how to say it, like if he just makes it like you can't take him out of that position. He's he's disrupting the game so much from that position. it might He might take it out of our hands that we can't really put him back as many times. So, like, so, you're, a,
0: so you're saying he might, with D-Law out, he'll be your left defense and essentially.
6: Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's going to make enough plays and it's going to be like, well, we can't really, why are we going to change it, right? What's working is working. And not that he won't, like, he doesn't have to play every down. d going to have absolutely a role when he comes back. I'm not thinking. It's just going to be like, uh, you got that nice shiny toy over there. How are you going to just try and only use it once or twice a day or something like that?
0: Nah, he, he, he rushed the pass for 13 times in week one. I thought that was about what's going to happen with him at linebacker, but obviously him being at DE, he's going to rush more. Um, it was encouraging, man. He could be a Swiss Army knife chess piece. Again, I think first two games, you got to be happy about the linebacker play. It has not been a liability. If it becomes a liability, then I think you start looking into making changes. But right now, guys, I'm not concerned about the linebacker play. I'm more concerned about cornerback.
6: No, absolutely. I'm not concerned either. I was just thinking Cox more like just uh, start getting in maybe situationally just because I think – he would be good at that role, and that's something that in crunch time later, we're going to need that, right? Because even Jalen, he was in the right position at the last play there at tight end, but it was thrown to his back shoulder. You throw that to the front, we don't know if he's making the play or not.
0: He'll put it this way. He'll he'll be that Swiss Army knife you're talking about. He'll get utilized in that way. Uh, it, the conversation is whether you want it to be full-time or not, right? Absolutely. All right, but I appreciate the call, man.
6: All right, nice talking to you, Sky. Have a good week.
0: You too, man. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation because of, because of the way he's playing. I always – I'm going to reiterate this part. If we if Cox is not coming on the field because your linebackers are playing well, that is good. That is good. Um, Eric Brown says, what do you think about the clock management at the end of the game? Yeah, I can't believe I went two hours here and I didn't even mention it. It, it was bizarre. I um, tweeted as it happened. I said, absolutely brutal clock management. I was about to get you eight three two. 3 2 Absolutely brutal clock management uh, from Mike McCarthy. And that's the thing, man. It's been between him and, and Fossil. Come on, dog. And then to the, the, hear his excuse. I didn't even want to play That was going to be the first word. But I'm like, we ain't starting this victory Monday off with that excuse. Oh, well, the clock I was looking at. I, you know, it went off, came back on. And the clock that... Uh, Kellen Moore was looking at a camera. Got in his way. What? Hey, dog. Hey, Mike. Just say, hey, we screwed that part up. We got to get better at it and move forward. That that didn't make any sense. But I, I thought that I thought it was a debacle. I thought it was ridiculous. But and, and and Greg the Leg saved the Cowboys. Greg the Leg said, "Hey, Mike, gonna call in tomorrow, brother. We can call call back in tomorrow, Mike." Meticulous details podcast. I like saying this it, so whole is on YouTube. Um we going to get up out of here. I I knew victory Monday we'd go a little long. Y'all know how the shows go, but I like that. I like chatting with y'all, um uh, catching up, talking about the game. Um I had a phenomenal time over at Texas Live, but I promise you if you're in the DFW area and you don't have anybody to watch the game with or you want to switch up your game day routine, come through Monday night, next Monday, a week from now. Going to be absolutely bananas. At Texas, live for the home opener Monday Night Football against the Eagles, coming off this victory. Randy Gregory is going to be back. Woo-wee. I'm just saying, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. I'll get into the chat for a little bit here on the way out. Wayne Anthony says Bones Fossil wanted that longer field goal to make him look better. <laughs> um, it, it was a, it was just a ridiculous end of the game, man. It, it really was, but. um it worked out. It's not how they wanted it to work out, but it worked out. Uh, Nate's talking about Zeke's bread. At this point, though, Nate, right? Like, the money, it doesn't matter. We're in the season. You're not cutting nobody. You're not trading nobody. You you, you just got to do what's best for the team. And I think what's best for the team is Zeke, TP, better than Zeke or TP. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys. This has been a fantastic Victory Monday. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna save the suited and booted for big victories. I'm saying this wasn't a big victory. Every victory, yeah, they gotta love victories, right? But bigger victories, maybe the Eagles, right? Ladies, the Cowboys go out and beat the Eagles. I might come on here suited and booted, and we'll get it together. Um, I appreciate y'all for coming through. Have fun with that cookout segment. We're going to keep that after game days. We're going to keep that after game days. Y'all all invited to the cookout. Some of y'all can't sit at the, the grown folk table though, and over there play with the kids. But um. I like that segment. We'll keep it rolling. I, f- I feel like you guys have fun with that segment. And, hey, look, anything, if you guys have any, you know, thing you want to see on this channel, on this show, let me know, man. Like I said, hit me up on Twitter. I- I'm available. I'm always trying to get to people if I can in my DMs, uh, if I remember, uh, or if, if if you just contact me in general with the replies, I try to get to you. So uh, hop on over, ask Skywalker still. If you're not on Twitter, you can obviously contact me here. And check out the audio versions of the shows on all the podcasting platforms. Um, We're trying to get that to grow some more. So uh, check all that out, Spotify and whatnot. And uh, a-to-zsports.com slash Dallas for all of our talented writers uh, who are on there. Again, if y'all would have read Mauricio's article, I think he dropped it that Saturday, you kind of would have got an idea of how to and why to attack the Chargers the way the Cowboys attack the Chargers. So check out A to Z Sports Dallas, man. We're trying to grow the brand and grow the site to be one of those sites, one of the brands, one of the morning shows and and evening shows that you come to daily to include in your Cowboys uh, news and whatnot. So keep on supporting, man. Keep on supporting. Hey, Jacob said, looking forward to the barbecue next week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Might get a little bit of... All right, let me get on up out of here now, man. Appreciate you guys joining me. Instead of pressing the button, we just going to roll with this one right here. You guys were great. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for the donations. Thanks for the super chats. Thanks for everything. We up out of here, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Drop those fire emojis for me. Ready, Red? I'm going to press the button still, though. <laughs> Cowboys win. Be back tomorrow, 8 a.m., ish, doesn't matter though, give you the fire show, <laughs> shout out to Pops of the building, shout out to you out to your Clutch, appreciate the my guys. y'all enjoy the rest of your Monday, peace.